And now for something completely different. As we had uh, mentioned to you guys a while back, we had some big news. Yep. And it's about time that we told you about it. As of today, as of, well, not today, but as of this recording, Xtreme is now a part of Never Sleeps Network. That's right. Featuring shows like Talkin' Wrestling, Speech Bubble, and many, many others. You guys should definitely go check them out. Yeah, they are very cool. Mm -hmm. We are super happy to be part of this new network. Yeah, we're really happy to be a part of this new network. I like to call them, you know, our pod family. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we wanted to say thank you guys again for accepting us with open arms. And, uh, yeah, I think think that's about it. I mean, thank you. Thank again. But uh, enough of our sappy, sappy banter. Let's get back to what we were talking about before, which was nothing, come to think of it. So let me... Video games. Yes, there we go. So officially, (laughs) welcome to this episode of The X-Tree. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite games. And this week, we're starting a new game. I know... That's right. I know before we were working our way through X, but I'm back, baby, and we're going to go live. He's back from his honeymoon. We'll do it live, damn it! Oh yeah. And we're gonna be going through Super Mario World. Yes. I know that's a big departure from what we normally do with yes, all the Mega but, Man games. Uh, with the release of the new uh, Super Nintendo Mini, mm-hmm. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, the SNES Classic uh, d- yeah, coming out it. coming out soon. We wanted to. Uh, <laughs> Make it a little more timely, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, here we go. Let's talk a little bit about Super Mario World. But right. uh, before we do, we got to play through the first little bit here. So, going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Hope you guys enjoyed that little break. Yes. Uh, but now, time to dig dig deep and uh, explore a pretty famous cult classic. Not cult oh, yeah. classic. A, a famous classic that everybody knows and loves. Um, <laughs> but maybe they know and love it for reasons that they can't quite explain or understand, aside from the fact that they loved it as a kid. Right, that's... Where we come in. That's where we come in. We gotta make sure that this game still stands the test of time, even after those nostalgia goggles are taken off. Yes. So, let's just jump right into the beginning here with the story. And, I know, I know what you're thinking. 
<laughs> story in a Mario game? What? He's just going to tell me that the princess got captured. <laughs> well, you're right and you're wrong. So let me, let me just delve in a little bit here. So mm-hmm. the game's text in itself, uh, yes, Peach is missing. Gasp. I know. Surprise. Um, Surprise. But, uh, you know, it was probably, they say it's probably Bowser, like it could be anybody else. Looks like it's Bowser. Yeah. Who who else could it have fucking been? No. Um, also, I think it's a bit... Uh, I think it's a bit... How can I phrase this? Territorialist for them to call Dino Land a strange land. <laughs> who are they to know what a strange land is? Like He's a fucking plumber that grows taller when he eats a mushroom. He's pretty strange to me already. Yeah. So uh, it sounds like a pretty standard land for him. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> nothing out of, is out of the ordinary just yet. So let's hold off on, you know, identifying lands as strange. All right, <laughs> I give Dino Land a chance. Um, yeah, apparently also Yoshi is out rescuing his friends, and right. he was also captured by Bowser. Part of the. The storyline, I guess. Yeah, actually, I mean, what happens is the game kind of dumps you in after that initial block yeah. of text, but the first thing it pops you out at is the Yoshi's Yoshi's house, right. which isn't a stage so much as it is just more story. Right. With that advice block that says that Yoshi has been uh, captured while trying to rescue his friends that were also taken by Bowser. Yeah. Um... Also, just this quick side note on Yoshi's house. Uh, there are four different colored birds on the top of the house. Uh, mm-hmm. Red, blue, green, and yellow. Uh, and that's actually to denote the different colored Yoshis that you'll be seeing on this right. journey. Little hint. Kind of little hint there. I mean, like, huh? Yeah. Huh? You notice that? You see that? Yeah. See what we did there? Huh? Huh? And especially, like, if you're imagining that with, like, the elbow nudging and winking mm-hmm. and like intense eye contact then that's exactly what they did congratulations <laughs> good job um but another quick double note here why does yoshi have a fireplace with a smokestack um good question i get the fireplace you know keep warm but why does he need a smokestack he's uh, it's already outside it's fully ventilated what what's the point of the smokestack? I I don't get it. It's just like it's weird. <laughs> it's, it's a strange place indeed. It's interesting. Um <laughs> anyway, I think we're looking too much into this. Let's go into <laughs> let's go into the first stage, Yoshi's yeah. Island one here. Yeah. Um so this is gonna be a bit of a different breakdown than we normally do with our Mega Man's considering Mega Man maybe has about 15 or 16 so distinct stages that we can talk about. Right. Um, and that kind of allows us to, you know, dedicate Actually a lot talk of... talk about them. Exactly. We can dedicate a <laughs> lot of time to each individual level. Um, and also kind of the levels are long enough that there's a ton to talk about. Uh, there's about 96 stages in Super Mario World. Yeah, 96 exits actually 96 exits um so there's no feasible way that we can talk about everything so we're gonna be doing a bit of a different way here we're gonna kind of do highlights reel of each stage yeah i think that's a good idea (laughs) yeah i think uh that way we don't kind of burn ourselves and yourselves out having like episode 500 of super mario (laughs) world where we're gonna talk about these two no no fuck that um, so this is going to be a bit of a highlights reel. So for those of you who have been with us before, uh, it's a bit of a new thing, but we're trying it out. It's going to yeah, be fine. Let us, yeah. It's, let us know, uh, like your thoughts and comments, questions, yeah, but it's still going to be the same basic content. So do yeah. not worry about that. Um, so with that, Yoshi's Island one immediately starts off with a bit of a, uh, huge dichotomy in the types of enemies that you're going to be facing. 
mm-hmm. uh, with this tiny little Koopa without a shell immediately kind of sliding ne- down next to you, slowly getting up and walking over to you, and all you have to do is just jump on him and he's dead. Kind of like yeah. the first Goomba in uh, Super Mario Brothers. True. Uh, but the difference between that and uh, Super Mario Brothers is that this is immediately followed by a fucking bonsai bill. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, the bonsai bill is the bullet bill's huger, angrier cousin who takes up about half the screen. Yeah. So The only thing you could do is duck under it, basically. Yeah, or get like a running jump. But like right. at this point That's in the stage... That's for like a skilled player. Yeah, like leave that to us. Yeah. <laughs> that does. But like that's just so funny. They start you off with this like the shitty little enemy and then yeah. immediately like, lol fuck you, here's the biggest enemy we have. <laughs> Mario Mario's like motto mantra is like lol fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's just like, hey, you guys wanna check some shit out? Alright, here's here's the easy stuff. Here's the easy stuff. And as you're looking at the easy stuff, what you don't see is his fist just clenching in the back. And he's about to just wind up and sock you in the face. (laughs) And it's like, what? You didn't see that one coming? (laughs) Fuck. Fuck you, Mario. Yeah, loser. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Mario. Uh, But about that little Koopa that slides down the hill... Um, mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting use. I don't know if they meant it as a way of conveyance, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that it is. Um, and showing that you have the ability to also slide down uh, slanted oh. slopes. Right. And like, because you'll obviously want to maybe check out that slant, and you'll notice yeah. if you just kind of leave it, you just kind of fall backwards. Right. And if you try to like just push down to get off of it, you instinctively just go into a butt a butt slide, right? And you're like, oh I actually, shit! Like, didn't realize that until I was playing the game for a while. Yeah, right. Like, eventually, like what we're gonna talk about is that Mario World kind of has a combination of conveyance and just outright telling you, yeah, <laughs> through advice blocks. Right. Um, but the thing is, they don't tell you everything straight up in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, the I what I think is going on here is they're trying to convey to you the concept, maybe through, through like stage design and enemy placement okay. of how they like. So like you see, it's like very it's a subtle conveyance if at all. Exactly. So I might be looking into it too much and giving them way too much benefit of the doubt here, but at the same time that might have been their intention and in showing like, hey, look, this yeah. guy's. Falling down this slope, uh, maybe you want to jump up, try and hit him while he's on the slope, and at the same time realize you are falling down the slope, and realize, oh, maybe you want to get off the slope by hitting the down, hitting down on your control pad, but that turns you into a butt slide, and then there you go, you've learned the butt slide. (laughs) So, like, again, uh, if it is conveyance, then it's fantastic. Um, More along the same lines... Uh, the Rex enemy that shows up right after the the Bonsai Bill kind of shows mm. you that you also may need to jump on enemies more than one time to completely kill them. Right. It's a good, uh, uh, like, uh, forward, forward motion, I yeah, guess. Yeah, because they kind of tell you, like, okay, these first two, if you happen to jump on the Bonsai Bill and kill it, it takes one hit to go down, but this is the yeah. first enemy that takes two hits. So yeah. they're kind of like ramping it up. It's like, it's not always going to be one hit here. It's going to be two sometimes. Yeah. Um, so then we keep on moving through. Uh, there's a blocked pipe that, um, again, I definitely think I'm looking too much into this one. But it made me stop and examine how you can break the pipes. Yeah. Because it's, it's like... blocked, it's like, okay, there's got to be some way to yeah. get in there. Yeah, it's not like Mario learns moves. So right. he has all the moves available to him. You just need uh-huh. to kind of experiment with the controller and be like, what does each thing do? Yeah, yeah, I guess. And then you realize, oh, wait, there's a jump, but then there's also this spin jump. Mm-hmm. And then spin jumps break blocks. Right. 
I, I actually know someone who uses the spin jump as the regular jump. For real? Yeah. Just as their what, method of movement? Yeah. That's crazy. It's pretty weird. <laughs> but, like, it works out a lot. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to know that you should not use it. <laughs> yeah, there's times like, when it's just not worth it because, say, you're, like, trying to walk across a platform of blocks. Yeah. <laughs> and you just jump onto it. That would be one time. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, shit, and they yeah. fall off. Or if you want to jump off an enemy and get, like, some momentum. Exactly. And then you're just like, oh, man, I really got to get better. <clears throat> Sorry. I really got to get better at judging these. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's an interesting little point of conveyance. Uh, the stage, after that point, after that point, they start doing advice blocks. Yeah. And kind of just being like, outright, like, hey, here's what you got to do. And, like, like, okay, well, I thought we were just going to go straight conveyance, but all right, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I... They're not at that stage yet. They're not... You have to get to Mega Man first. They're not Mega Man X levels of no. understanding and explaining. What came out first, this or Mega Man X? I think uh, this. I think this did. Yeah, this came yeah. out in 91, I think. Yeah. So X came out in like ninety three, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so they're still learning at this point. <laughs> um But then that's about most of that stage. Yeah. Uh and I may I mentioned there's like a mild uh homage to Super Mario Brothers later in that stage when they have three blocks set up and a fourth block on the top that has a fire flower on it. True. Uh, that's cla- that's from nice. the first world of Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. World 1, level 1. That's right. Uh, mild little homage there, even with the fire flower in the same spot. Right. So I'm pretty sure that like was that. a little homage there. Beautiful call out. Yeah, uh, totally. But that's about it for that stage. And then afterwards, it leads us to the Yellow Switch Palace. Yes. Um, Which, if you didn't know what it was, those yellow holes mm-hmm. in the ground. <laughs> yes, there were some uh, yellow outlines in the previous yeah. stage. Um, and uh, by flicking this switch in the palace, uh, those will now no longer be empty. They will be full-on blocks. Look at that. Look at that. And on top of that, uh, they just kind of say, fuck it, and give you a room full of coins if you want. (laughs) If you want. If you just hit that P block in the beginning of this stage, it just like R. Kelly fills the screen with money, and it's like, (laughs) and actually the song uh, Money from R. Kelly starts playing in the background, (laughs) and it's just like. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, hey, it must be the money! And then Mario is <laughs> just going off and making some bling with his new cash and probably Maybe just... Maybe he gets a life. Yeah, he gets a couple lives or something like that. Uh, it's pretty, pretty nice, actually. Yep. Uh, it's a nice little, like, hey, congratulations on beating the first stage. Yeah. No enemies, like, just go through it. Yeah, it's like a little yeah. bonus stage, almost. Yeah, a little, like, confidence booster. It's like, oh, okay, all right. That's yeah. two levels done already. Yeah, it's like, fuck yeah, I'm on a roll. And you get to save. And you get to save, which is always welcome in this game. Yeah. Um, and something I didn't actually mention before, right after you beat that first stage, uh, the overworld map changes to, you know, True. allow you access to the area. Um, yeah. So, question. Why, after beating the stage, do the hills rise up? Like, um, like something, like something that erects. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I can't think of the word of something that erects, but yeah. something that, yeah. like, rises out of the depths. Right, like, it's, like, kind of limp yeah. first, it, but then gets <laughs> erect. Yeah. It starts off as just, like, a limp pile on the ground. Yeah. And then got really, like, boosh, Hard. in your face. <laughs> yeah, all over. Just all over your face. face. Yeah. Just right up in there. <laughs> I'm not sure why it just does that. I don't know. It's very excited. 
<laughs> Maybe it's just to show that, like, okay, this is also a... I don't know. I don't know either. And you know what? Enough talk about erect hills. Let's move yeah. on to Yoshi's Island 2 stage. Yes, so you could you have two directions you can go in at the beginning. Yeah. And um, we're trying to go in order of the yeah. stages themselves. So Yoshi's Island 2 now. Um, by the way, I'm sorry if I sound like I have a cold. Um, I just haven't done a lot weather. of... I haven't done a lot of talking recently. My throat, <laughs> throat's a little sore. It's, you sound good to me, Zach. Thank you. Um, so Yoshi's Island 2. Uh, it starts you off with a free shell with nothing in it, leading up to literally a perfect line of Coopers that yep. uh, if you hit them with the shell, give you a free one-up. Yeah. So that's something uh, you learn. Yeah. It's very interesting. But that's definitely conveyance, for sure. Like, they set that up for you so that it looks like, hey, you can grab shells. Not only that, if you hit enough enemies in a lineup, you'll get a one-up. And you'll... F- and you'll uh... But right after that, uh, there's a little a block that actually you can uh, mash open, and there's a Yoshi in it. Yes, not Yoshi. Just, not just a Yoshi, I think it's the Yoshi. It's the Yoshi, yeah, we saved him. That's yes, because he, he was the one who went out to go save all of his friends, but uh, right. Bao has trapped him in an egg, too. Mm-hmm. That evil son of a bitch. Right. Um, but yeah, right after you hop on Yoshi in like a totally consensual manner, um, you get, uh, some sick-ass bongos added to your, your soundtrack That's now. That's true. That's a, a very cool aspect. Yeah, it, make, it makes it a lot cooler, honestly. I like having the bongo riff. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what made, what Koji Kondo was, like, smoking to be like, you know what would be awesome if, <laughs> like, when he jumps on the dinosaur... <laughs> Oh, you just start hearing bongos. Yes. Wouldn't that be so cool? Be like tribal, and, you know? Be like so tribal. I don't know how it, like, why it works, but it totally works. It really does. It's very awesome. Like, um, dinosaurs and bongos never went together previously in my mind. No. And then, you, and then there they are. They're yeah. just dinosaurs and bongos forever. Yeah. Um, but as you move through the stage here, it explains to you how to do a spin jump uh, mm-hmm. in one of those advice blocks in case you didn't figure it out earlier in the previous stage. Um, also, I just kind of noticed that the spacing on these text blocks is a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just kind of a bit... Like, there's a lot of space in between certain words than others. Yeah, it's like... It's like um that format yeah you could do that like novels you know yeah it's like i don't quite i don't quite get why they chose to do that yeah they didn't have to <laughs> or maybe it wasn't even a choice maybe it was just some kind of limitation on uh, how be. they how they transferred the uh text Definitely. information into the cartridge itself maybe the spacing didn't hold together as well could be could be but as we go through the stage here um it also kind of shows you another conceptual idea of like, okay, you saw the Koopas before out of a shell. You saw them in a shell earlier in this stage. But what if we showed you them getting into a shell? Oh. Like the actual act of that happening. Yeah, they do that. So it shows you a Cooper actually going from no shell to shell to kind of show like, look, you know how you had that empty shell before? If one yeah. of those Koopas from the beginning of the first stage happens to get in that before you have it, he'll just become one of those two-hit Koopas where you have to, yeah. you know, knock him twice. out of the shell. Yeah. So kind of, it's like, remember in Mega Man X when they had the the robots outside of the armor? Right. Before you, like, encounter them sometimes? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that. Uh, it kind of conveys, like, look, uh, you might have a moment here to get rid of them that way, but if you get rid of them quickly, then you won't have to even have to worry about it. Right. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, that 
is fantastic, and I am very happy that they decided to put that in there. Yeah. Um, Definitely uh, gives a good, uh, some more depth. Absolutely. To these, to these enemies, you know? No, absolutely. It explains it in such a way that's not in your face. It allows you to think about it, and it kind of you know, engages you a bit more. Uh-huh. It makes you actually think about that in kind of a critical way. And it's like, oh, you right. know what? Maybe I can actually hit these guys before they hit. They go into the shells, and now i got to be more careful about my shell placement so that I don't accidentally like leave a shell out for, some, for one of them to go in there. Yeah. It, it allows you to think, which is good, because I like thinking. <laughs> um, also, something about, something one of the advice blocks tells you is those midway points with the tape. Yeah. Is, uh, it's, it's tape on the midway marker gate? It says it's tape. Yeah, it doesn't look like tape. It doesn't look like tape to me. Um, it's like I, a bar. Yeah. It, uh, it looks like a bar to me, too. Um, so, hopefully... It's a very it's a very interesting. I thought it was, like, a bar all this time. I didn't realize it was actually tape. Yeah. But I guess that makes sense, because how could you run through a bar? Right. It's, like, kind of like a marathon tape. Yeah, it's, mar- it's marathon tape. You're right. <laughs> I guess that makes sense, I mean, because yeah. he couldn't run through a bar. I mean, he's very strong and all, but... I don't think his girth could allow him to run through a metal bar. <laughs> um, and then it kind of closes out here by showing you that, hey, P-blocks, uh, like you learned before, can sometimes create coins, but sometimes they turn the coins that you created into bricks that you can right. use as platforms. Which, again, is a great little point of conveyance. And it really hammers it home that, like, look... Uh, if you don't understand this by now, there's probably going to be an advice block way down the way that explains it to you <laughs> yeah. again. But sure. hopefully at this point you do get it. Yeah. And with that, I think we're done with the first three stages. So this seems like a good yeah. point for us to take a quick break and yeah, right. uh, finish up the next three levels in this world. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back.
welcome back. Hello. I hope you enjoyed that little break. I don't I know. Did too. I don't know what song you played, Joey, but I'm sure it was a humdinger. Oh, it was totally a humdinger, Zach. And I don't use my 1920s lingo all that often. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could uh, zip zoom over to the cherry pie stand and get ourselves a cream soda. <laughs> Is that golly, Zach? <laughs> Clearly, I was you. Know, I'm dating myself because that was perfect 1920s speech. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> right? I, I will attest to that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Yoshi's Island 3. Yeah. Uh, immediately starts off with an advice block here. Um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to call this out. Five dragon coins give you... It says five dragon coins give you an extra Mario. Right. Now, now let that sink in just for a second here. Five <laughs> dragon coins gives you an extra Mario. They don't say a one-up. Or an extra life, or anything like that. They say it gives you an extra Mario. (laughs) Um, So, it's Mario himself who is also hitting the block. Right. Which is even weirder. It's like, gives you an extra you. Yeah, it's like existential almost in a way. Yeah. Like, Mario gets another Mario, and it's like, what? (laughs) What is the the world? What is happening? What is even happening? You could have more than one of me? Yeah, it's like, what the the fuck? I, oh gosh, I don't even get it. (laughs) Uh, Is this deep, or is it just shallow? I I don't even know. I feel like Mario's head might have imploded if that information made any fucking sense to him. But he's probably got like terminal six brain cancer or something. He doesn't even recognize his own name. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, as we move on, though, another advice block shows up. Uh, it tells you that you can high jump if you you know hold the button to jump higher. What? Oh God! I hate. Hey, I hate it when games patronize me. (laughs) Especially you. you. Like, you don't think I tried holding the button to jump higher? And, like... it's foolproof. It's fool... I mean, Jesus Christ. It also mentions something about jumping in shallow water, but there's not even shallow water in the stage! Like, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe it's some foreshadowing, but, like, why not just say it in the actual level? Yeah, like... Why don't you just, there's like, you'll know in a second, but like there's water in the next stage. Put it in that one. (laughs) At least that makes sense. Uh, But this stage in itself is really just about platforming. Uh, There's the, uh, there's the moving platforms on a rope that kind of, you just got to make sure you jump at the right times. Um, And you need to kind of time your jumps to jump correctly but since we did the yellow block stage first uh, you don't have to worry about it too much considering there's a lot of buffer room there now yeah um and you just need to make make sure that you yeah you just need to make it it's hard to die in this level it just if you fall you have to start to go back a little bit yeah you just need to make sure you go back a little bit and then you'll be fine but, um, yeah, uh, the level itself, uh, pretty good. Uh, it also shows yeah. you green star blocks for the first time, uh, yeah, which sure. gives you a one-up. It could give you a one-up. It could. Sometimes it gives you a coin. Oh, yeah? I'm not sure what the, like, criteria is to get a life or to get a coin. Fair enough. I don't know either. When I played through it, I got a, I got a one up. So maybe I, ended up yeah, just maybe you need to like get a certain amount of coins, first, to be able to get the life. Yeah. Maybe. If anyone knows, please let us know. Yeah, let us know. Curious about that. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> um. 
And then, uh, yeah, I already talked about the stage being significantly easier with the yellow blocks already active, so um, you don't even need to worry about that. Cool beans. Uh, is there anything that you also want to talk about with this stage? Uh, the secret, there's a secret pipe. Oh, yeah? If you, uh... You're right, yes, there's a secret pipe. If you don't, uh, jump off one of the, like, the little platforms and it spins around, you could spin into a pipe. Mm-hmm. That's a cool little thing. It is a cool That's little a, thing. That's a cool thing about this game. It has a lot of little secrets like that that you don't need to do, but it's like... Yeah, a lot of them will lead you to, like, a dragon coin or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but it is it is just kind of cool in, like, in a linear platforming kind of sense. It allows you right. to kind of have that exploratory uh, yeah. sense that other games can't really provide for you because it's like, oh, well, I haven't checked down here. Is there something down here? And, like, you yeah. would normally want to get from point A to point B, but uh, this one kind of gives you the idea that, like, well, I mean, if you look around a little bit, you see all these pipes. Some of them you can't go in, but some of them you can. Yeah. Um, this game is actually, like, has a big emphasis on secrets, with the, as we'll see with the keys and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a lot of secrets here. Yeah. But we'll get to those when we get to those. Yeah. Uh, but on to Yoshi's Island 4, mm-hmm. uh, which is the water world I mentioned. Yeah. Got there. Uh, yeah. Um, so if you have Yoshi at this point, um, you'll notice that there are some spiked balls in the water. Uh, and if you try to okay. jump on them with Yoshi, it actually kind of shows to you, he like, bounced. hey, he bounces on them. Yeah. He's got thick shoes. He's got some <laughs> thick-ass boots. Yeah. What do you think they are? Jordans? Think they're, they're <laughs> Nikes? I think they're flubbers. They're flubbers? <laughs> Yeah, they're probably flubs. <laughs> uh, I mean, he does jump up pretty high. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can actually you realize that you, if you're on Yoshi, you can jump on those without fear. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, during the stage, it shows you a bit of the water enemies you might encounter, like the fishes, but there is another secret pla- uh, secret pipe that takes you to a non-water world with yep. a, a lot of enemy pokies uh the very <laughs> tall very tall enemies that are uh, bis- bisected in about five places kind of like a modular enemy if you will yeah uh and to beat them they actually you actually need help to beat these enemies mm-hmm. you can't you jump on it yeah you can't jump on this one so you need Yoshi to actually eat this enemy for you, which kind of mm-hmm. conveys to the to the player, hey, look, you, there's going to be some enemies here that you personally cannot beat alone. That's when yep. you got to call in Yoshi. More depth. Love More it. depth. There you go. See, in the enemy design, it shows you, like, look, you can't beat things that are spiked because your only way of attacking things is jumping on them, and your, boat, your boots are not as strong as Yoshi's. But kind of gives Yoshi a bit more of a reason to be there to say like hey look you guys are kind of a duo in this yeah granted you can sometimes leave Yoshi in the lurch and just kind of drop him in the water with no repercussions <laughs> to you and yeah, just use him to jump use, higher yeah you can just use him as a platform <laughs> like who gives a fuck I guess <laughs> so it's kind of a weird dichotomy there it's like you need Yoshi but at the same time Yoshis are expendable yeah which is a bit odd, don't you think? Kind of. Kind of shows yeah. you like, hey, here's the importance of this 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 uh, game element here. But at the same time, he's not that important. <laughs> it kind of it's just like a tool. Yeah, basically, yeah. That you they, use sometimes. Which is weird. They're they're like they've hyped up this character in the story, and like this whole world is called Yoshi's Island World, yeah. and like. He's being just relegated to a tool for Mario to progress. Yeah. Which seems weird, considering the whole story is partially about how Yoshi needs to save his friends. It's Uh, not just about Mario saving Princess. Yet Yoshi could just appear in any block. Yeah, like, I... 
don't know, man. Yeah. Getting it some like have normal like physics. It's the weird universe. I'm getting some emotional whiplash from trying to understand the story <laughs> yeah. and base that against the game mechanics that they're yeah. trying to portray here. Yeah, we, we don't have to do that. <laughs> like, it just... <laughs> ah, whatever. Um, at the end, though, it explains about bonus stars, um, how at the end of the stage you ought to jump through another gigantic, I guess, also, tape. Mm-hmm. Another tape. Yeah. To, Looks like a bar. Yeah, another bar of tape. <laughs> and then, uh, depending on where you break that bar, you get bonus stars. And if you get a hundred of those, you go to a different stage that'll give you some one-ups. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Yoshi's Island 4. And then I guess we'll close it out here with mm. uh, number one, Iggy's Castle. That's right. And yes, it's First called... Castle. It's called number one, Iggy's Castle. <laughs> um, number one. First castle. I guess castle. there's more than one castle. I guess either that or there's more than one Iggy. Oh shit! It's not or quite maybe it's clear. Both. Maybe it is both. Who the hell knows? <laughs> this is like they're playing Calvin Ball almost. <laughs> you ever read Calvin and Hobbes? Like yeah. Yeah okay. I don't, I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but I get the humor. For those of you who don't know, Calvin Ball was just a game that they made up where they basically just kept changing the rules all the time. Okay. So, to summarize that, um, Inky's Castle, though. So, immediately, if you have Yoshi, there's a little two, like, five-second cutscene where he's going up to the, the gate to the castle. He has to always jump off Yoshi. Uh, there are apparently no Yoshis allowed in the castle, I guess. It's too dangerous? I don't know. But the sense. But at the same time, like, it's like, oh, well, it's too dangerous for Yoshi to get in the castle, but it's not too dangerous for him to drown. <laughs> it's not too dangerous for him to just fall into an, a bottomless pit. Maybe it's better to die than to be captured again by Bowser. I guess. But, <laughs> but like, I don't even know. That's, that brings up a weird question. Is it better to die in this universe than to be captured? I don't know. I don't know. Why is this game making me think so much about this? It's, it's Mario. They do whatever the fuck they want. I know. I I uh, I think trying to make no sense rules. of I think trying to make sense of this is just gonna give me a hemorrhage. Yeah. I think um, so. which I can't afford right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, as you go through here, you start off with another advice block. You can climb things. Oh. Great. Super! Because I was going to plan on jumping straight into the lava and dying. <laughs> I thought that I could jump on lava and be fine. Right. Here I was thinking that that would be the, the smart move. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Thank you, Advice Block. Um, but, okay. Enough of my, my uh, tempestuous Snide. sarcasm. <laughs> my snideness. I got to give them a little bit of credit here. They do uh, give you another uh, chance of conveyance here they, where you teach yourself how to hit enemies that are right. on the fences that you're climbing because they don't actually tell you how to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, they kind of just drop you in and it's like, you can climb, but like you need to find out how to protect yourself on here. Yeah. Uh, you need to realize that you hit in one direction which is anything on the back goes bye-bye, but nothing on the front. Right. Uh, and also it kind of shows you like that uh, you convey yourself like, oh, there's this random square here. Um, that's weird. Why is this a random square just in the middle of the fence? Um, <laughs> maybe if I hit around on the square, something will happen. Oh, my gosh, I'm on the opposite side of the fence now. What? Oh, my God, I didn't know I could do that. Thanks for allowing me the opportunity to learn. <laughs> Thanks, game. Thanks, Mario. Da 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 da. Learning with Mario. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a different game. Um, <laughs> Jerem, I haven't heard from you the whole episode. I know, right? Where has he been? Where, where have you been? <laughs> Shh. 
Sharem, I didn't even know you. How do you how do you get there? You you snuck on as as luggage. That's really smart, actually. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm glad you had fun in Aruba. <laughs> um, wow. Wow. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. I'm very imp- I'm very impressed with your with your ambitiousness, Jerem. And you made it back <laughs> here just in time. Right here at the end of the episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you've learned two things and we're told one thing. So I think that yeah. kind of outweighs itself with these uh, climbing yeah. sections here. Yeah. So two to one, this was a good interaction. All right. Um, also, just a little bit of a side note here. Once you hit one of those squares and it starts moving, mm-hmm. uh, initially it starts off as pink. But for the time that it's moving, they change the outline of that block from pink to red. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, like, I just kind of happened to notice it because I was just fucking around a little bit. But, yeah, if you hit it for that split second, the uh, outline of the block changes to red, maybe because... I guess maybe it needs to designate that this is now a moving object as opposed to a static object. Yeah, or maybe it's like uh, some sort of lighting conveyance. It could be like, yeah, you're right. It could also be uh, them trying to show different lighting on the movements of the the fence. Right. Uh, I just wanted to call that out. I thought it was very interesting. Mm. Uh, But not... You know, but not to advice, uh, interrupt these fantastic advice blocks, but uh, apparently shoving people in the lava kills them. What? Wow, thanks, advice block. <laughs> An- thanks. Another invaluable piece of information. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Learning with advice blocks. Oh, yeah. These advice blocks. They're a bit much. I don't remember them being as intrusive in the other, in yeah. when I was playing as a kid. I feel like I never even, I, I didn't even read all of them when I played this. I think, I don't think I did either. I think I just kind of went through. Yeah. But I mean, like, we're playing through the game now yeah, as they, because them. Them. that's how they intended you to play it. Right. Because they wouldn't have put it in there without the intention that you're going to read it. Exactly. So now, as intended, we're reading all these advice blocks, and they're a bit much. Yeah. Um, but what they do, the advice block does not tell you about is the crushing pillar in the next room uh, that would instantly kill you uh, if you had crushed. Which is something that actually an advice block might have been useful for. <laughs> and like saying, like, hey... <laughs> the next room, there's going to be a big crushing thing. Don't stand underneath that. That'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, but that goes against the Mario, Super Mario motto, which is, hey, lol, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. They're, 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 you're so right, 100%. <laughs> it's, it's definitely in line with the lol, fuck you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... You can kind of teach yourself this, but it gives you very little time to learn it. Uh, you yeah. have about two seconds of it showing it to you that it's going to come down, and then it just kind of, like, smashes down. Yeah. Uh, so unless you learn very quickly, you're probably going to die to that first one. Right. Which uh, is convenient because you just passed the halfway bar. Yes. Tape. Halfway tape. So it's almost like they expected you to die immediately there and be like, well, don't worry about it. You can just go back here and you're already right back where you need it to be. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like they, the designers expected you to lose at that point. Yeah. And they're like, okay, like, let's cut him some slack and he'll be fine. Uh, they'll, they'll be fine. Um... But then you get to, I guess, Iggy here at the end here. Iggy Pop. Yep. Iggy. Um, 
who has just been standing on a island in lava the entire time? Like, um, yeah, how did he even get there? I don't know. We teleported there or something. Like, the door is gone, and now we're just in an abyss with a little island on lava, and it's not even a stable island. It keeps moving back and forth. Like, yeah. what? Why? Like, that is that just where Iggy lives? I mean, it kind of goes with, I guess, his description, which we'll talk about in a minute. But, like, god damn, you gotta have some major problems to think that's a good idea. <laughs> Especially considering literally halfway into this stage it said that lava can kill people. And I took that, I took that advice block to heart. <laughs> and you just gotta keep jumping on Iggy until you just knock him into the lava. Yeah. That's it. And then it kills him. And then he dies in the lava. That he lives surrounded <laughs> by. Yeah, and, it, and by the way, in case you didn't think he was dead, uh, Mario goes outside and fucking blows up the gas hall. <laughs> like, the best part. Like, literally, just goes outside... Puts a, hits a plunger, and that fucking castle is toast. Like, mm-hmm. whoa, Mario? Like, what the fuck, dude? Where did that strength come from? Where did that bomb come from? <laughs> and also, it. why did we even need to do the stage in the right, first place? We had, like, dynamite. Yeah, why didn't you just use the dynamite to blow up the fucking castle? Why are we doing <laughs> any stages? What, like, he has dynamite that blows up castles. Oh, uh, maybe he had to save Yoshi first or something. Oh, okay. Well, all right, fair enough. I guess he's got to <laughs> run in there and save Yoshi before he blows yeah. up the stage. Mm. All right, fair enough. I'll allow that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so it says we've defeated Demented Iggy. Wow. They call him Demented. Dark. Dark. Yeah. Dark. And rescued uh, the Yoshi in the egg. Uh, who will now travel with us to Donut Land together? Yes, donuts. Mmm, donuts. I hope there's actually going to be donuts. I don't know, but we're going to have to find out about that next week. Because yes, I think we we're about almost at an hour, probably. That's right. Um, and we still have one last thing to do. I want to do. Uh... Well, Joe, you probably know what I want to do. Um. Is it some sort of backstory? I believe I want to do that. Yeah, I want to do something. Like uh, from the internet? Yeah, I want to learn more about things from the internet. <laughs> uh, maybe we should call it something like uh, Internet Backstory. Internet Backstory. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Internet Backstory for Iggy Koopa, or simply just Iggy, is one of the seven Koopaling children. Um, his hair and eye color change uh, from game to game, but he is uh, stated to be the middle child of the Koopalings. Uh, portrayed with blue ringed eyes, um, or swirls in his eyes, uh, is to potentially indicate his eccentric personality, uh, because this is a common trope in anime and manga, uh, for eccentrics to have their eyes kind of like uh, with swirls. <clears throat> um, apparently, also, he's an inventor, because he would also invent... Uh, he invented robots that the Koopalings used in a different Mario game called Yoshi's Safari. Um, uh, apparently, also, in another, another game Mario is missing, Iggy was shown to completely speak in rhyme for some fucking reason. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Iggy's personality. Iggy is considered as demented and extremely smart, but rather weak compared to the other Koopalings. Uh, he enjoys laughing maniacally, um, during his fights, and, uh, as we had mentioned before, is even stated as the demented Koopa. Um, In other media, in cartoons, he was called Hop Koopa. 
Uh, Lemmy, his brother was named Hip. So, you know, hip-hop. Okay, hip-hop. <laughs> and in the cartoons, Hip and Hop are twins, as well as the youngest Koopalings. Uh, though That's the, cute. Yeah, interesting. Although the cartoons are not a part of the series canon, uh, Hop's overbite and non-swirling eyes are the only significant ways in which he differs, uh, differs from Lemmy. <laughs> um, other than that, he's appeared in a lot of other different games. Um. Yeah. Um. That's. I don't want to. There's a lot of other things here where he just kind of shows references to other games that he's been in. Um. His physical appearance. He's not always been the tallest of the Koopalings in the original games, but it was not until the new Super Mario Brothers that he gained a lanky look. Um. In Super Mario World, he had strange, swirly eyes beneath thick glasses, but in most games, his eyes... Irises are departed from his pupils. Both styles may be due to his insane nature or maybe due to his emotions. Uh, his hair was originally a rainbow mohawk, much like his brother Lemmy. Uh, he also had a four-ribbed, padded stomach and padded feet, apparently. All right. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, um, so that's about it for, uh, for Iggy's Goomba's Internet Backstory. Internet Backstory. All right. Yeah, there we go. Um, maybe I'll find some more, uh, some more websites that can give me a little more information. But, uh, for now, I'm going to work with these guys. That's cool. Um, but that's about it, I think, for this episode. You, you agree right. with me, Joe? Yeah. Um, all right, so on a new journey here, starting Super Mario World with you guys. Um, thank you again for listening. We very much appreciate it, as always. Um, yes. If you want to reach out to us, uh, you know the ways. Joe, you want to tell them how they can reach out to us? Because I can take a drink. Let's do it. Twitter. It's a good one. At it's the extreme. Mm-hmm. Gmail. It's the extreme at gmail.com. That's right. We There's will. Facebook now. We've got a Facebook page. That's right. So if you guys want to collaborate and listen, talk to each other about our episodes or just talk about anything gaming related, we'll maybe post some mm-hmm. comment discussions when there when we can. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback on there. We are also. On a new network. Yes, as we stated at the top of this episode, we're on a new network, the Never Sleeps Network, and we're super excited about being a part of the network. Um, yeah, again, Never keep, Sleeps Network. Yes. Uh, NeverSleepsNetwork.com also. Check yes. it out. Yes. There's a lot of um, other what? podcasts. Yeah, cool like, podcasts. like Talking Wrestling and Speech Bubble, which we... Uh, we might be doing some uh, episodes yeah. with with like them. a wrestling podcast. There's a, it's like a, it's a comic, book, comic podca- book podcast. Uh, yeah, it's check cool that. There's a lot cool of stuff. other different podcasts too. But if you're listening to the extreme, these are probably going to be the ones that you'll uh, enjoy the most. Yeah. Um, but definitely go check them out. It's absolutely, some fantastic podcasts on there by some fantastic people, and we are so excited to be working with them. Yeah. Um. Other than that, um, oh right, I forgot. We're, we're gonna. I got a Twitch. We got Twitch Ooh. at, uh, at yeah. it's the extreme, and I'm gonna probably start trying to do some of that stuff next week. So if you're awesome. interested, add uh, it's the extreme on Twitch, and it'll show you when I'm going live. I'll definitely be able to set something up with myself. But if we can get like a dual camera with Joey, that would be fantastic. Otherwise, he'll probably be in the chat talking up. Talking to me um, as I'm as I'm doing something on there, but uh, again, thanks again for listening. Um, super excited about being on on Never Sleeps Network. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic new journey for us. Totally. Um, but other than that, Joe, do you think we missed anything? I think not. I think we did well, Zach. Awesome. So thanks again for yeah. listening, you guys. And as always, do not forget to write down everything we just told you. Yeah. Don't it's forget all... to write down. 
And don't forget to check out Never Sleeps Network. These guys are awesome. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week when we run through the next world. See ya. Later. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.